The Lake 38 Pro has come and gone. We get to talk to some of the uh, the major uh, riders and, uh, and skiers in this event and talk to the champions. This is the post-event podcast for the Lake 38 uh, Pro, and it starts right after this. The expressed views of the guests on this podcast are theirs alone and not necessarily endorsed by the host, TWBC, or any associated sponsor. Conversations that are robust yet balanced. On point and to the point. You are listening to the talk of tournament water skiing. This is the TWBC podcast. And now here's your host, Tony Lightfoot. Great to have you on board once again. I am the aforementioned Tony Lightfoot, and this is the post-event podcast for the uh, for the Lake Lake 38 uh, Pro event. Glad to have you on board, and I'm glad to have the pleasure of the company of both Nate Smith, who's the men's champion, and uh, Regina Jaquist, the women's champion. So. Uh, how about it? Who wants to go first? Uh, tell it. Tell us a little bit, a bit, a bit about your experience out there. Uh, yeah. So this is my first Lake Thirty Eight Pro tournament that I've been to. I've been here a few other times just for uh, fun tournaments. But uh, you know, it's always so great coming here. It's such a nice site, and Keith and Karen do such a great job. But um, you know, we get a couple of warm up rounds. I would call it yesterday to try and get into the finals, and then uh, today, not being last off the dock, not knowing the score that I had to beat. Uh, I'd go out and you know put up the the best score that I could and take the lead and just let the pieces fall after that. So, uh, pretty excited to come away with the win, though. What about you, Regina? You seem to have things pretty much under control for the majority of that tournament, uh, right from start to finish. Yeah, I mean a little shaky on that round one. Just kind of had a little bobble. Glad I got that out of the way at the beginning, and then uh, got dialed in on round two yesterday, and then was able to um, be last off the dock, know what I needed, and uh, been able to take it for the win. It's um, awesome to be here at Lake Thirty Eight uh, Pro Am. I actually get to come over here. It's only about an hour and a half drive, and get to ski with the Lake Thirty Eight crew. So they actually had me back on my first set back after my knee surgery and helped me along the way. A lot of people have, but it was a nice home kind of town feel to take that win and nice to have that whole Lake 38 crew there with me to celebrate it. Well, it, it was a pretty challenging uh, deal for you, uh, Nate, uh, with the uh, with, with this competition. In fact, you left the door pretty much wide open <laughs> for for Freddie Winter, who would be last off the dock to take the win. Now, fortunately for you, he came up a little bit short, but you must have been sweating bullets on the dock. No, I mean, I went out and did my thing. So I, I, whether I was last off the dock or not, I wouldn't have changed anything. So, you know, I went out there and, uh, you know, put up the score, or beat the score that was in front of me. So I, I kind of went out and did my job uh, and just had to let the, the pieces fall from there. But, um, you know, it's, it, it's different not going last off the dock. But also, you know, I had two good rounds yesterday. I felt pretty good about coming in today. And, um, you know, my scores were pretty much the same the whole tournament. So consistency is what's key when it comes to skiing pro events, I think. All right, then. So far as you are concerned, Regina Jaquist, this would be around about uh, 12 years, uh, 12, 12 months post-op. Uh, I can't wait for that 12-year mark. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that, would, that, that would be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. Anyway, uh, but uh, 12 months post-op, around about this time, a lot of people will be thinking about getting out there and getting back into the swing of things with competition. But you accelerated your your path back into top, uh, top flight competition a little bit early. Uh, reflected upon that decision do you reckon i mean 
are you still feeling pain from the knee or or is it or do you, or is it something that that's manageable controllable that kind of stuff well you'll notice i'm still in the don joy knee brace that's going to be a fact of the matter for the next season and then we'll get to reassess from there um yeah i am kind of out of the woods as far as the sensitivity issues if you if you did something bad but still you know no twisting at the moment and it's just been um it's been a journey and i did accelerate the process but that is kind of the new standard i was fortunate to have you know the top of the best in the world uh, as my orthopedic and his process he was the mental side of it he was the physical side of it with dr kane at the andrews institute and they get all the nfl players back and i was on that program and i was just very fortunate and blessed to be able to experiment experience i don't really want to have to ever experience that again but i was fortunate to get to experience the care and the 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 need that you have to do to push that to what the new standards are i mean you see all those guys come back i mean yeah they're not back at it but you know they get to it you see burrow with his acl MCL uh, was back at it and almost won a, a Super Bowl at 13, 14 months out of his. So it's only going to keep getting better. But yeah, there is still some pain that's along with it. And you just kind of deal with those days as they come. Now, both of you have now shared the distinction of winning your first three pro events of the season. I mean, Swiss Pro, Swiss Pro, Masters, Masters, Lake 30, Lake 38. <laughs> is it is it four, four events did you do? Moomba. Oh yeah, Moomba is one up. Yeah, okay, he's one up. Okay, so basically every every pro event that you've entered, you've won. Every pro event that you've entered, you've won. It almost feels like you win an event. You win an event. You win an event. Yeah, we got we got a good thing going, I guess. You know, so I I have to always lead the pack, right? Like women's solemn finals is always first, so I've got to like go set the standard. So it's kind of you know more pressure on me. I feel like reaction to that nate well i mean we we do bounce back and forth on keeping track of who's won which <laughs> tournaments the most and all that but um you know what was fun for me this weekend was riding in the boat for all the women i thought that was a lot of fun you know it's you get to see everyone ski three different times and how they approach you know each set so it, it was just a lot of fun to ride in the boat and just see you know competitors do what i do so um you know i guess you've never ridden the boat for one of my wins though I've been, I've been in a couple for you, I think. <laughs> I've been in the boat with some head-to-heads with y'all, but I That's never true. got your boat. That's true. All right, then. So uh, you've won every event that you that you, between the both of y'all y'all have entered. Okay, now what's what's happening beyond here? I, I, I know you're wanting to go to Night Jam and Jump, but you're going to have to make do with Slalom, isn't that right? Yeah, unfortunately, it's not ready yet. Um, don't want to push any of that. Definitely don't want to go back. But I'll be at LA Night Jam and uh, be Solomon and supporting the Jump event. All right, and what about you? Uh, you know, I don't have any... In between uh, getting your twin engine yeah. rating and, <laughs> yeah. uh, and and getting your getting your equals up as an official and all that yeah. kind of stuff, everything else that you do. You know, I have no no set plans on anything in Europe, but I think uh, there's going to be two tournaments I've got my eye on that I'm going to go to. So uh, I'm going to work on that this week. If I can get the plans set, I'll be there. If not, then, you know, when we come back to the U.S. sometime. All right, then, your champions, Nate Smith in men's, uh, Regina Jaquist in women's. Congratulations Thanks, to Thank both you. of you. And uh, have a safe trip uh, back uh, to, uh, to wherever, wherever you originated from. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. All right, joining us at this portion of the post-event uh, podcast, I have uh, none other than the pride of Wandsworth himself, Mr. Freddie Winter, and the pride of Gallatin, uh, Tennessee, uh, Ali Nicholson. So let me first uh, uh, direct a question to you. Uh, how, how, did you how did you feel uh, your event uh, went uh, so, so far as your perspective was concerned? 
Um, I mean, I felt like it clearly got better every round. The scores went up each round, which was nice. Um, yesterday, I kind of had a weird fall at 38, got a little a weird start off to the tournament, but definitely went better today. I felt the most settled by far. Um, I'm pretty happy with my score from today and uh, my podium finish for the weekend. All right, then. And what about you, Freddie? Because you uh, you took it all the way down to the wire so far as the competition, so far as being the last one off the dock is concerned. You know, you uh, you you pushed the envelope, but unfortunately, just one of those things on 10.25 meters, you got into a bit of a rough start early and you couldn't really make up uh, the deficit. Yeah, it was all there. And I, I mean, I skied really well, I think, for, you know, through to to through 10.75. You know, it was I, I really, really felt good. I didn't feel good yesterday afternoon, but today I felt really good. And I was kind of like, all right, good. I mean, I'm turning both sides. I'm moving. And I just took it easy through one, uh, through into one at 41 through the gate. So I don't know. I don't know what the hell that was. I just need to figure my stuff out a little bit better, I think. All right then. So uh, going going forwards a little bit, you've got podium positions. You've earned some money, uh, you know, some some gas money to at least get you from from here back to Central Florida. I don't know what price price of gas is in Central Florida. Is it hit nine bucks here? I don't know. It's just under five. Just under five. It's a little under four in uh, Louisiana. So I got you there, huh? Oh wow. All right. So uh, uh, so 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 Ali. I mean, you're up there in the water ski pro tour standings right now, where your stock is uh, con continuing to rise, and you're uh, you're growing in confidence out there. Uh, is that a fair assessment? I'd say that's a pretty fair assessment. Yeah. I mean, we're off to a good start. Uh, I made the podium at Swiss. I made the finals at Masters, and then the podium here at Lake 38. So, off to a good start. Uh, growing the confidence and hoping just to to keep on that that track for the rest of the year okay how about you uh freddie what was the question uh, uh your confidence level going forward i mean it mean is this a bit of a knock or is it a sign of encouragement <laughs> going forward um i'm skiing well uh that was i mean apart with the exception of two bad boy ones at 10 to 5 the last two rounds so i mean I, you know i've got confidence there's you know i've got to deal with um stuff stuff yeah i mean i've got a few things to deal with that uh that, that um i don't really care to talk about here but um I will be, yeah, I'm excited to get training. I've got obviously some technical issues that I need to fix. Uh, you never stop learning in the sport. So uh, boy, boy, three at 41s, I can't be falling uh, when I just need to get to four and, and give away a place when I, you know, really should have got second there. Okay, I'm curious with the KT tape though, because uh, uh, have you been suffering a little bit with your shoulder? Yeah, I just had a sort of flare up of the same thing I had last year, but uh, maybe maybe three weeks before Swiss. And so I took 10 days off um, and, yeah, you know, had it looked at. And, and, and so the KT tape is really there because it, it, it seemed to help to start with. And I don't want to take it off because it feels really good. So um, it's like Karim Benzema who has that. He has for, always has that. You know the guy I mean, the, yeah. the French footballer? He has yeah. that bandage around his wrist because he started scoring when he put the bandage on. And he hasn't taken it off since in like five years. So I kind of feel, I mean, it just feels good. I, you know, I don't but some people do that with underpants, dude. Come on. <laughs> or, or, is that what you're comparing it to? I mean, I don't or know. Socks? I, I just look. I don't it's want. I, at this point. I don't okay. want to get hurt, right? And I mean, I feel like, look, I've taken two of the biggest hits that anyone can take out the exit gates in the last two weekends, and I, my shoulder doesn't hurt, so I'm going to keep the damn tape on, and uh, whoever makes this tape is going to, you know, keep taking my money. All right, your learned medical opinion upon this, uh, uh, 
Hey, I mean, if it's feeling better, I, I would I would feel the same way. So uh, You can't shame me, Tony. I'm going to stay with it. I don't care. Yeah, we got a long season ahead, so anything that you can do to yeah, get this, piece together right now. This is like tournament okay. number four of okay, maybe 17. So Okay, <laughs> if you went to a pharmacy and the only color they had in stock was pink. Oh, I I wish I they had pink. <laughs> I've, yeah, the only, the only color they had was black, and I've been using that. So, uh, yeah, if someone wants to send me the pink one, I'm good. All right, then, turning back to you, uh, Ali, I mean, uh, I, I mean, I tried to update a little bit of your information going forward. I mean, you are you live in Winter Garden right now. Uh, you're a traveling nurse and uh, you you live in the same house as uh, as a good old friend of ours, uh, 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 Jackie Hunter. I'm sure she's uh, delighted that you went on the podium. Yeah, yeah. So I've been living with Jackie uh, since last fall. We've been having a great time and uh, a lot yeah. of jump talk. Oh. How to cut into a ramp, that sort of thing? She hasn't been trying to teach me that, no. Oh, she hasn't? <laughs> oh, she's slacking. <laughs> <laughs> but, there you, but there you go. So, uh, going forwards, I mean, you've got a whole, uh, a big old slate of events coming up in Europe. Well, uh, so does Ali. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah so, you're yeah. going to Europe? Yeah. yeah. It's, okay. it's not that cool that I'm going to Europe. I'm going to be there, right? It's pretty cool that she's going, and she's supporting all the tournaments. She's putting you're her entry fees in, and she's going she's gonna to clean up, I, I imagine. Yeah, you're flying to Blighty tomorrow, aren't you? T some, tomorrow being Monday after the event. Yeah, I'm getting my, getting my jacket ready. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be cold. <laughs> Well, you're pro you're, well, uh, you're probably pleased to hear that Wales actually made it to the World Cup. Oh, they beat Ukraine. Yes, they did. Broke everyone's heart. But Gareth Bale, wonderful. No, it was actually on an old goal by uh, Andrei Yarmachenko. Yeah, but Gareth Bale isn't going to retire. Oh, good. Ali's like, yeah, yeah, no, Gareth Bale for sure. She's yeah, pumped. she has no, she has no <laughs> clue. She has no clue whatsoever. <laughs> but uh, you are you're going to be travelling uh, to so you're hitting Botas and San Giovasio and Greece and all of those lovely I'm doing spots. All five, yeah. And Norway and the UK, the yeah. dual and finishing, of course, with the with the dual slalom. Uh, side by side it's going to be an unbelievable I'm really excited for yeah, that one, yeah it's going to be super cool so i mean and and you know we don't always i i want to say we don't always see the american skiers you know the, or the american base skiers go over and do all those tournaments it's so cool that ali is going and it, it really is yeah, i'm super super excited so like I, I was able to work it out with work this year and uh i'm, I'm looking forward to five weeks over there oh. five straight weeks yeah. there you go we're super pumped uh, to uh, to have the skiers go to europe to uh, to compete uh in slalom events all the way across europe but that was freddie winter and this is uh, ali nicholson congratulations on your places and the best of luck going forward Thank you. cheers tony all right, joining me here in the uh, the post event uh, podcast here at Lake Thirty Eight is uh, Benjamin Stadelbauer, and uh, I mean you you made it onto the top five. Uh, must be uh, must be pretty uh, pretty pleasing for you uh, going forwards. Yeah, for sure. That was a good weekend for me. Um, skied my way into the finals and then uh, had the final round I wanted. Uh, found the limit out of one ball there, but nothing I can't fix going forward. All right then. So tell us about your ski. I mean, I mean, last time we saw you was on the Mean Green Machine yeah. uh, from Syndicate. Yeah. And, I mean, it does raise a point as to how much R&D you do during the season because a lot of people get the impression that as soon as the season finishes, it's no tournament. You're out there testing skis, wings, fins, bindings, all that kind of stuff. And then you get to a certain point and then... You cut it off, and if you've got you got what you got, and then you move forward. But it's it's a continual process, right? Uh, yeah, I used to be a bit more a couple of years back, kind of like you said. I would put the work in the winter, and then I'd kind of settle on something, and then go to a tournament with it. But uh, now it's a lot more evolving, and I think uh, it's just better. Yeah, you don't you know you don't waste eight months of the year not working on stuff. You work 
every weekend and uh, you inch your way up. I finished seventh at the Swiss Pro, I finished fifth here. Um, the ski uh, feels better. It's the same one as uh, the green ski. Uh, it's the same platform. It's the new platform coming out and uh, it's stable. Um, it's aggressive, obviously. It is very aggressive. Uh, and so those are two things that I enjoy in a ski. And uh, I think other people out there are going to enjoy in a ski, a ski that's um, turns and at the same time is stable. So I found the limit there on one ball, but uh, I think that's more to do, you know, with uh, boots and fin placement, which um, plays a big factor in the ski. And so that's what we do out here every weekend. You know, we, we, we test at the event because that's when you see if it works or not. And then uh, that will trickle down later down the year onto, hey, when, when you buy the ski, we know where to put the boots. We know where to put the fin because I did that today out of one ball. You know what I mean? Yeah, certainly. And, and I mean, I'm curious about the tip profile of the Slan ski. Now, I know I noticed with Rob Hazelwood's aquamarine ski, I mean, it was the convent, conventional two-prong, uh, two-sided tip uh, going off to a point. But the, the tip of your ski kind of like stops at a certain point and goes straight across i mean obviously that's by design but what 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 immediate benefits uh, come from having that different tip profile no i think that might evolve uh, it's still in the works so uh as far as the tip goes um you know we'll, we'll have to wait and see what comes out this summer yeah and i mean and i saw you ski i mean you looked aggressive you you look comfortable for the first time all season on on a, on a ski that you're riding i mean i mean i saw you at swiss and i mean i mean i mean grant grant you i mean the, the ski was looking pretty good but you weren't 100 percent stable now a few weeks down the road you found something that will just will turn the will turn on the back and then give then give you enough angle to get along with and then it's up to you to how much angry how much more angle you want between the turn and the wakes yeah, for sure. Swiss was the first event on the ski and the ski is still in the making. And so, you know, with a few more weeks, you can make some big improvements. And that's why I feel like it's important to, you know, push it every week. So you come to the weekend best prepared. Absolutely. So uh, moving forward uh, with, your, with your newfound confidence, your top five placement, you've got uh, European events uh, coming up uh, in, about, in, about a week, in, a, in about a week or so, or maybe, maybe three weeks. I'm not too, not too sure. My grasp of the calendar yeah, so is a three little weeks. loose. In, three about, weeks. in about three weeks. So you go to Spain, you go to San Gervasio, you go to Greece, you go to Norway, Norway and then you take on the jewel in Sirencester in, in Great Britain. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. And uh, I plan on attending every single one of them and, um, you know, uh, push it as hard as I can. All right, then. We certainly congratulate you on your top five finish and wishing you the best of luck going forwards. Benjamin Stadelbauer, put it there, man. Thanks, Tony. Good. Okay, and our uh, final two guests here in the post-event podcast uh, for Lake 38, uh, Robert Hayeswood and Ali Garcia. Now, first question to Ali Garcia, you you took a bit of a huge fall there in the final. Uh, how, how are you doing physically? I'm all right. My knee's a little sore and my back's definitely a little jacked up. Um, I'm just taking a couple of days off, ice up, and hopefully get back on the water soon. Okay, I, I sense that ibuprofen's going to be high on your shopping list. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. I already, already took a couple. <laughs> All right, then, as you get ready to, uh, to head, on, uh, head on towards uh, Central Florida. Now, Robert Hazelwood, uh, you, uh, you scored uh, two at, uh, for, at 41 off. Uh, another top five finish. Are you pleased with that effort? Yeah, yeah, I can't complain. I believe this is my second top five finish um, ever. So, I mean, I had the second at California Pro and then um, 
that was kind of came out of nowhere for me. So this was, yeah, I'm, I'm proud of this. Obviously, the um, there's maybe a few people missing, but for me, it, it's sometimes tougher because you feel like you need to prove something. You feel like you're, um, you feel like actually the pressure's on. So it's it was kind of tough to go out there and know know I could do it, but actually putting it out there on the water was a little a little tougher. And that I think that could be what happened in the first round. Just kind of got a little ahead of myself and. Um, yeah, we'll learn from that and, and move on. You were a bit of a sensation in the second round there, Ali, at 38 off, uh, running running through that pass with with a pretty uh, sketchy start. I mean, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, um, I've been working on my consistency at 38. I've definitely been trying to establish myself a bit more with the pro women, and 38's a must-run pass to be competitive. So just learning to fight through it, run it nice, good start, bad start. It's definitely a process. That one wasn't my best, but I'm still really proud of the fight I had in it. So kind of like never say die yes exactly <laughs> all right then so robert robert hazelwood i mean uh, you, i mean you got on got onto the top five going forwards now one of now one of the uh, the things that we had going on this weekend and i and, uh, and i'll talk a little bit uh, towards uh, a subject that you mentioned in the last post event uh, podcast we were using the s lines for the first time this season and and i mean i spoke i spoke to the guy behind s lines and he's uh, and he's continually improving the product and that kind of stuff how do you reckon that he's done uh, with it with his batch of ropes that are used uh, for, for this competition um i i think he's done a solid job um obviously i train behind the ho rope all the time that's kind of my um that's my rope of choice in training and obviously i would more compare this one to more of a masterline feel um and i think he's done a really good job there um it's a solid rope by the third round you forget about the rope and that's kind of the job of the rope you know what i mean it's you don't want to be thinking about the rope you don't know i haven't heard a single person really complaining about it at all um and i, I think that's a win when no one's talking about it that means that you've made a good rope um and yeah there's nothing really that um and i i, I don't almost want it to sound harsh but there was nothing noticeable about noticeably bad or, or good about it it was just a very solid rope um that kept you in it when it needed to it was soft when it needed to be it was stiff when you needed that rebound and um and yeah it was just a, a solid rope whenever you turn up to a pro tournament you, you're not going to be mad if you get one of those all right then so before i let you two go uh, uh ali uh, you're you're going to be traveling a bit in europe I, I believe hopefully you'll have an easier time with the italian railways this season or will you be going another route i uh, definitely going to try and avoid the train station i figure it and i just don't agree after that whole getting lost alone in italy fiasco last year but yeah i'm going to most of the pro stops i'm really excited to kind of be on that scene and just travel and enjoy europe all right how about you robert i mean because uh, is is a trip back to blighty in your future obviously obviously i'm going to take any any excuse i can to to get back to europe um i think i'm heading there next week to get kind of try dialed in it's i mean it's a crazy year it's a crazy year and um i think the next weekend off is it's like August, so I mean, I'm trying to kind of commit to doing them all. There's a few that I'm. There's one. There's one that I'm on on the fence with. Should I take the rest day? Should I take the rest weekend? Um, Vince is here, looking mad at me for saying that, but um, I really want to support every single event that people put on. Um, it, it it's taken a long time. Um, for I don't want to be the one that says it, but for skiing to kind of to come back. I mean, I'm I'm busy this season. We have a every a tournament every single weekend. I have like three weekends off the whole season from now until December. Maybe four weekends off from now until Miami Pro at the finish, and that's kind of a dream. It's a dream to to feel like an athlete, to feel like a pro, a professional skier, and and it, and it's exciting for me. And I'm sure Ali feels the same. 
and uh, uh, Ali Garcia nodding in agreement there in her uh, in her aviator sunglasses <laughs> there are looking quite stylish and uh, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to let you get on your way you tow that uh, tow that tow boat back to uh, from whence it came and I wish you the very best of luck going forwards and uh, Robert Hazelwood and Ali Garcia thank you thank you thank you and that concludes the uh, the post event uh, podcast here at uh, Lake Thirty Eight. Uh, thanks to the uh, to our guests in this uh, podcast. Uh, the uh, the next uh, TWBC event uh, will be will be fast approaching. But until that time, it is ciao for now. Thank you for listening to the TWBC podcast. Be sure to check out our website at waterskibroadcasting.com. Links to our presence on major social media platforms can be found there, as well as updates to our webcast and this podcast. Duplication or rebroadcasting of this broadcast without written consent of TWBC is prohibited. Subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform and be sure to join us next time for the next edition of the TWBC Podcast.